Hello, I'm Hans Zimmer. It's a beautiful anthem. That's our new anthem. It sounds uh, by Hans Zimmer. It sounds like he recycled some of the soundtrack for Dunkirk. From the 90s? No, from, the, from Dunkirk in the beginning there, that little, <laughs> until it drops into full rave mode. I don't know. It did give me chills the first time I heard it a little, so that's good. Did it, it did its job. It was the low note. Yeah. The poop note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the brown note. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, welcome to the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. Episode 5! And uh, I'm Randy Kilwag. Josh. And joining us via Jonathan. phone is Jonathan. Say hello, Jonathan. I'm disappointed to, to not be uh, there in person with you both. Um, it was a heartbreaker. Where are, you, um, where are you at? I am in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, you missed the primaries. What's with you? You always go to places like a week later, a week after the event has happened. <laughs> go to Costa Rica. A week after, after the cool shit happens. Yeah. That's because everything's cheap then. He's um, go- yeah, he's going to Tennessee next week for the tornado. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> did you guys watch the Nashville game? Yeah, um, a little of it. I did. I thought they were pretty good, man. I thought uh, they yeah. were real good. They hung in there. I mean, that could easily have been 2-1 the other way or it could have been 2-2. It's a bummer about Joseph, though. Oh, what a bummer. Um, I, even though I hate Joseph Martinez playing for Atlanta United, because of course I would love for him to play for Portland, but anytime you see someone go down with that type of uh, injury, it, that's, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. He's going to be out for a while. I I mean, we're not allowed to have famous players. Is he, is he famous? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was he fa- was he famous before he came to Atlanta? I mean, no, they made a big deal about him. He, he didn't okay. he play in Europe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Galaxy guy, Ch- Chicharito. Is that how you say that? Yeah. He had kind of like a yeah. dud. he had a dud first game. The second coming of Zlatan well, he, he is, is, is a dud. A, has been a dud. <laughs> so he was it, a dud at Man United, and then who cares after that? Getting back to Nashville, though, 59,000 people. That's pretty good. Oh, it's great. That's crazy. Yeah. they. I mean, they didn't have any um, – like, their season ticket sales were terrible. Uh, and the fact that they brought 60,000 people to that stadium, like, I wonder how many tickets they gave away to make that happen. Uh, but – but good for them. I hope it's consistent. Most of the fans, it looked like were wearing like yellow. Like I don't know if they had a giveaway or what they did, but <laughs> yeah. it, maybe you know they're actual supporters. They had a they had a they had a pretty sizable turnout from Atlanta too. Yeah, that's going to be a good rivalry once they get their freaking oh, yeah, con- conferences yeah. all lined. <laughs> Western conference Seriously. team. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rec- we'll we'll uh, state record for a soccer game. Yeah, the one before was what. Tottenham Man City game in 2017, 56,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. Fake I do. Man. <laughs> we were, uh, we were uh, Portland Spurs. We sent a pretty big contingency of people to a bunch of the different um, Spurs matches uh, in the U.S. And uh, due to my work travel, I was unable to make any of them, unfortunately. 
Dude, you guys are like a real supporters group. Yeah, it is. We'll save, I guess, that for the next episode we do. But I'm going to talk a lot about Portland Spurs on that one. Um, uh, it's a very good group. And for anyone who is interested, here's this. would like to come hang out with us or check out a match. We're usually at Toffee Club. There's a Portland Spurs Facebook group. Yeah, it's PDX Clarence, uh, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can hang out with Randy and himself. Uh Maybe in his basement. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what place are Spurs in right now? Toffee. What place are Spurs? Oh, in? oh no, he's like wait, oh. part in the table. Uh, I think uh, we're they in don't even have. Now. Yeah, they're pretty low, right? You're like eleventh. No, it's not eleven. Twelve. Um, we were just <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, hold on, I'm looking at the the table right now. It's been a it's been a weird season um, for for Spurs. But I mean again, I guess people have to keep in mind that Spurs weren't seventh. Um well that's just yeah, I mean two places ahead of Burnley. Yeah. Historically not a very good um well they're a good team, but not a good like, you know, consistent top four challenger and um under Maurizio Pochettino, uh he turned them into a regular Champions League powerhouse, almost won the league. Um so when he got fired and they hired Jose Mourinho, uh, <laughs> everyone was everyone was pissed. Um, uh, but we'll see. I think Spurs finished top top four um, uh, this season. But um, if Man City really does get penalized and that fine uh, sticks and they can't compete in Champions League uh, in the next two seasons, that means. Um, basically, uh, whoever's in fifth place is going to get a Champions League spot. Yeah, they're going to have to get past the juggernaut that is Burnley right now. And Sheffield, you know, Burnley, man. When I think about Burnley, I just I get scared. It's like a powerhouse. (laughs) You're only two points ahead of us, you son of a. Anyways, let's get back to. (laughs) Let's. uh, I mean, should we talk about um, the shit show? We can. No, I I do. I want to say one more thing about the the anthem, the MLS anthem. Okay. I I think it's really bad. Hello, I'm Hans <laughs> Um But I, but I liked it at the same time, which is weird. It's like I like I got fired up, like I liked that part of it, but just it it felt like they were trying to make like their own Champions League song, and they made it like a techno rave. Oh, um, exactly. Ugh. Yeah, I, got, I hate love it. You know what you're getting if you hire Hans Zimmer. I mean, he did a like the Dunkirk soundtrack, Blade Runner 2049 soundtrack. Those are awesome. You know, they had to know. Well, I liked them a lot. Um, you had to know what you were getting. Do you like it? I mean, uh, I mean, doing. I mean, I would prefer the the Devo corporate anthem. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I mean, I mean, I don't know. They, it's called, it's, it's technically called the 25th anniversary anthem or something. I think they let themselves an out in case it didn't go over yeah. well that they could just say, oh, that was just for this year. Did they even use it? I didn't see the, the broadcast no, they didn't or use anything. It at all. Well, they didn't use it live. They didn't. Huh. And you think they should because Champions League is live. They play uh, it. Yep. How much do you think Hans got paid for that? Millions. $35. <laughs> 25 years, $25. All right. So, shit show? <laughs> oh. For the Timbers' perspective, this was a problem for them last year as well, giving up goals in succession. 
having good possession, but maybe not finding a lot out of it. And they were excited. They were looking forward to having what they called a balanced schedule and having their first game of the season at home, being back in front of this crowd, talked about a strong preseason, a focused preseason with no distractions. For them, it's back to the drawing board yeah. now. Should we start with the positives? It was great to be back in the stadium. Wasn't it was it? great to be back in the stadium. I am doing PMA March right now, so everything out of my mouth is going to be positive. That is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Positively dreadful. <laughs> Randy, thoughts? What are your thoughts? Um, well, let's just say about 70 minutes into the match, I was like, well, you know, we're up. It's, it's tied 1-1, and we're not going to do like we did the last two preseason matches <laughs> where we're just going to all of a sudden give up a bunch of goals, and then but then, like, it happened. So, I, I don't know. It's the first game. Kind of felt like I had a really bad hangover when I woke up the next day, and I realized it was not an alcohol hangover. It was an emotional hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I'm not going to get too worked up about it. You know, we need let's have a couple more games. I'm imagining the next one could probably possibly also go poorly because um, Nashville's going to come here probably in high spirits. And we are possibly going to find some way to mess that up again. Um, but I'm not going to let it get me down. And this has nothing to do with PMA. This is just, you know, it's, beginning of the season isn't our thing. Yeah. I So I had, the, I had both types of hangovers on uh, Monday morning when I woke up. Uh, the emotional and then the too much booze. Uh, but... I agree with what you said at the beginning, which was the, it felt great to be in the stadium. One of the things that I was terrified was that, or I was terrified about prior to was that it was going to be, it was going to feel empty again. Like it did last year with so many games and, but the army was completely full. Um, the stadium was on fire. It was great. Uh, and like, I got very pumped up for the game itself. And for the first 45 minutes of the game, I was very excited. Uh, I thought we looked amazing. Um, and, uh, like the attacking, the pressing, it was working. The formation was, uh, it was effective. It was cool to see a little bit of that kind of flair coming from the team. Um, however, it just all went to shit, uh, for the second half and like the, the last two goals, that second goal um, for Minnesota, where Maviala just was completely, completely unmarked, like had no idea where he was, and like that, it was it was egregious. So let let's let's do it chronologically. Like four minutes in, we had the non-call on the PK, which at the stadium to me from the north end looked like a PK. Uh, on the replays in the stadium, it looked like a PK. I went home and watched it on TV. It looks like a PK. The, guy, yep. the goalie goes through him, catches his feet, doesn't make any contact with the ball, and I don't even think it's a. I mean, you know, maybe he knew contact was coming, but it didn't look like a flop. I don't understand how that did not get called. Yeah, over by us, it didn't look like a PK at first, and then we saw the replay, and everyone started screaming. Mora might be able to get there, or he does. Mora is down and cleared away by Minnesota. Video assistant referee today is Edvin Yurisevich. And he will look at this to see if there's a clear and obvious error. Is this a penalty, Mo? And when you take a look at here on the replay, Tyler Miller, he has to go through Mora, and he makes contact with him. <laughs> there's no contact on the ball. I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if they go ahead and call this a penalty. 
It's a long check. They're still looking. And the check is complete, much to the chagrin of the fans here at Providence Park. They're playing on that threshold of clear and obvious. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple oh, yeah. different angles, and yeah. it looks from like a angle, penalty it every didn't time. Look like, it didn't look like one at all. It looked close, but then once you saw it from the other angle, it really we so, should have got that. That's four minutes in, right? That probably, yeah. had that been given, that probably would have given us a little bit of momentum, <laughs> you know, like the... That probably could have changed the course of the game, but you know we still had. So you saw the replays on um, like some highlights. I didn't watch the replay of that. I just saw it like in the moment, and then the like the initial uh, instant replay in the stadium. But um, was um, was he already going down? Is that why no. he didn't get the call? No, I don't think so. I didn't see that at all. Okay. That was what, the only thing that I could think of that would have justified that not being a call was that maybe he was already falling. No, it looked like Miller took him out before he um, even made contact with the ball, like as he was making contact. What, Miller, the goalie? Yeah. Yeah, the keeper. Sorry, I should probably use the keeper. Now that I'm a professional podcaster. Goalie keeper. keeper didn't even make contact with the ball. That's the thing. No contact. Yeah. The only contact yeah. that he made was with um, Mora's ankle or foot or whatever it was. Yeah, so we we were definitely bummed when I mean, Josh, we were I think sitting right next to each other at that point um, when that happened. That was like, damn it. Um, but what what next in the in the in the in the game do you want to talk about in terms of chronology? Is that a word? Well, we had we had you know forty forty more minutes of attack. You know, we were on the, we were definitely on the front foot for the most part of that game, and it didn't even really seem like you know course our attacks didn't really amount to anything <laughs> but it all looked like something was about to happen right and minnesota just looked kind of toothless that whole time uh it's like wow we actually look like a real attacking team and if this is the team that they can roll out that plays like that like there are going to be goals uh and uh there is it, it just it looked uh, it looked like everything was meshing like it was supposed to so speaking of goals right 50th minute. Now Mora, Jimmy Chara, Diego Valeri. Broken up by Boxel. Now Minnesota ahead to Ethan Finley. He's got a man in the middle. It's Robin Ludd. Clark off his line. Oh, and he gets there. It might be loose still, and it is put in. It is Kevin Molino opening the scoring for Minnesota United. And Jake, against the run of play. We talked about it in the first half. Okay, so 50 minutes in, there's a clearance near midfield, and then Finley, I think, kicks it over, and um, that's when Clark comes off his line yeah. and sort of gets the ball, sort of doesn't, and then... Yeah, he came way too far out. What, what's the thing that they always say? If you, if you come out that far, you have, to come, you have to make that ball. Yeah. You have to get it. But um, uh, who was it that... Oh, was it Villafania? That, yeah, Villafania yeah, was tracking. Just, yeah, he just wasn't – he didn't have like – he wasn't going at 100%. <laughs> he was and just like trotting. On that cross, they had two guys over the head, like Zuparic and Villafania, and neither one of them pressured it. So that was uh, disappointing. Yeah, do you know, I unpopular opinion here, I still don't like Jorge Villafania. What, as a, um, as a human think... being? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, debatable. Uh, his haircut is, nice... is getting pretty weird. <laughs> 
Um, uh, not really sure I'm down with the haircut, but <laughs> I kinda, um, Simon's got a picture of him in his room that we got like in one of those things where you show up to a grocery store and the Timbers teams are there. <laughs> but we have we have that from when he was on before he left the team, and uh, he's got some like fancy jeans on that have like holes, like a lot like, of holes. In yeah, there. a lot of holes. Oh, acid wash. <laughs> he, but he was super friendly, man. He was really nice. Yeah, I'm sure he is uh, a very nice dude. I just have a the he he like feels like a shell of his former self from you know 2015, and I just I don't uh, I don't feel like he uh, like the way he looks in the field like he he looked tired running uh, early on. Huh. Yeah, that's that's a popular popular opinion lately. Is a lot of people are not feeling the Afania. Uh, does Marco Farfin any better? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, we never play him, so how? Maybe Viafania's got to stop going forward all the time and hang back a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's a big problem with all our defense. They always go forward. Well, I mean, that's the way the modern game is. Eh. But yeah. Yeah. Says guy who just started watching soccer like <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. Modern game. <laughs> I'm an expert, expert over here. <laughs> But then uh, we got one back. We got the penalty that we that they actually gave us. And in the stadium, I thought that kind of was soft. And then uh, I looked at it on at home on TV, and I can understand why that call was given. And I do not necessarily think it was a makeup call. Advantage played. Jimmy Chara, nifty little deke. Still Jimmy Chara for Mora. Opara defending. Casper there as well. Mora goes down. Penalty. It was not given in the first half. It is given in the second half. And the Timbers will have a chance. I think it's a very soft penalty. It is soft. Um, it could, yeah. I'll still obviously take it when we get it because those are the when you get them, you, you take them. But um, it, it the I think the first missed call was if like that obviously should have been called a, a penalty and this one i i probably wouldn't have called it as a penalty if i was ready so you think it was a makeup call yeah absolutely yeah they're they're wildly inconsistent about that kind of stuff like you know maybe i got my homework glasses on but it, it kind of looked like a penalty same in like the premier league though like all this var stuff like just stuff where it's like var is supposed to remove um uh ambiguity and it's it's very clear you can go rewatch it in real time or someone in the booth and it's just like like something is not clicking that threshold of clear and obvious i don't understand uh how how that happens or is there a centralized office somewhere who's doing var how does it how does it work i i know for the well i actually don't know i know that the fifth ref, referee are they in stadium or are they at a central location? And and what technology do they have other than multiple camera angles? There was an article in the Athletic, I think, or maybe it wasn't the Athletic, but um, they're considering in the Premier League letting uh, broadcasting the communications between the VAR in the VAR booth as as they're going over the call to, over the loudspeakers at the match. If you can believe that, that seems oh, like see, a, that's that's a little crazy. That's in, that's going to lead to like hang, lynchings, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Great entertainment value, but man, th- yeah. that's a crazy, crazy idea. What would you even do? Like, you you can't broadcast the refs' like opinions on 
on what's going on. Yeah. That, that, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that player's butt is fat. And it the next, the next <laughs> oh thing, the next step to that is like to, you know, display his home address every yeah, time exactly. I show him on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Flash his Text home him immediately at this number. <laughs> Um, so yeah we're back in it so, right and then we get ahead to what like the 76th minute or so and 74th minute didn't get it to Mora. Ethan Finlay getting behind via Fania as Amaria in the middle it's Finlay looking for Amaria he's there on the back post and it's in Finlay to Amaria Minnesota retakes the lead that goal is so so bad yeah, so 75th minute or so, and it's kind of almost the same goal or very similar because it goes out wide and Viafania is tracking again. And then I think this is the one that I was talking about. I may have had that other one wrong, but we had Zuparic and Viafania both not challenging, not making, not pressuring that cross at and all. And it goes in, and um, that's the header, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Clark probably should have stopped that is that on clark i mean it's on maviala because he kind of looked lost he didn't realize the guy was behind him but then it goes right to clark's feet and, and clark was ready it, for it it hits him he doesn't have to move and it hits him is so he comes up with that yep. fantastic save earlier but that save was a beautiful save it was but uh this was the opposite of a beautiful save what do you guys think is that is it on maviala or is that on clark i think it's on clark I think it's on Maviala because it's him first. Like if he's marking that dude appropriately, like the the shot never happens, um, and he just ran like that, or he interferes with it, and it's not on target or whatever. Yeah, something. I mean, Clark should have saved it, no question. Yeah. So um, the, the first point of failure is Maviala, and the second one is Clark. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's real yeah. easy for me to say as a guy again who started watching soccer seven or six seven years ago. He should have done that. Randy, so you've only been watching soccer for six or seven years, but you've been on this planet for like 80 years. So how does that, like, why did you, why did you only start watching soccer six or seven years ago? Um, it's because uh, they, you know, dog racing. No, I don't know. I can't think of a good, yeah. dog I don't ever think of anything funny to say to that. Cause it just, I just wanted to throw in an age, an age yeah, joke. Thank, so it thanks for that. Um, You're welcome. Uh, why did I do that? You know, I, because I went to a Timbers match and before that soccer just seemed really boring. It just seemed really, really boring. And as it does to probably most people that haven't watched it until they watch it. You yeah. have to, well, yeah, I mean, you have to watch it either at the right place, which is Providence park with the Timbers army, or you have to spend a little bit of time watching more than one games to figure out the nuances of it. Um, so that's why. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Hmm, yes. Hmm, super. Hmm, hmm. So we give up that one in like the 75th minute, and 75th, then we give 76. one up again in like the 78th minute. Yeah. And that one, whose fault is that, do we say? I have the pitch a lot of times, but again, you see that ball in there on the, on the back post, just out of the range of Mabiala. He does so well to head it down, takes a slight skip before it gets to Steve Clark. And here's Finley again. Now Kevin Molina. The flag is down. Um, Clark looked like he, you know, he got a touch on it. Right. But I, 
don't want to say it was him again, but it could be. But whatever, you know, it is what it is. We'll bounce back. <laughs> There's P- PMA, PMA, PMA. <laughs> um, I no, that's um, nobody. That guy had an open shot on the goal too. Yeah, but Clark touched it. Yeah, that's right. So next week at Nellan goal. No, I would still oh, say. Still, Clark. Is he still injured? I don't know. Well, uh, at Atmela's done. You can mark that. I don't think so. He hasn't. Well, he didn't suit up for any of the preseason, right? That I saw. I mean, we saw yeah. him when they played the second but team. I guess. know he is. Well, I think he's suiting up. I see him at the market like well, three times a when week. When they played second team against Minnesota, he that midweek game, he was at the Key Bank Club, not yeah, suited up. That's true. But he was in Costa Rica. No, right. he wasn't in Costa Rica. <sighs> I think I, I don't know if it's a bad game. Just because it's a loss, like yeah. you know, if it's him on an open goal, like there's only so much you can really do. You don't think there's two of them that he should have saved? He got a hand on the I last do think, one. I, I don't count that. One. I do think he should have saved both of them, but I understand. Like you're not there, so you don't. Yeah. You know, like that ball. If that ball came with weird English on it, it could have just spun off his fingers wrong. Yep. Right, so I think Clark is going to keep his starting role. Um, if he has another, um, again, is it a bad game or whatever? If he has another not good enough game or two more, I believe we will see uh, Ivasic uh, in uh, as keeper. I'm not super jazzed about him. I haven't been sold yet. Uh, he was very expensive. He was um, very expensive, and I wonder why. I wonder why we even brought him in. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. We, but he did get right after they signed him. Um, he, had, he came to us with an injury that was not supposed to be as bad as it was. And then they did the follow through physical. And then they realized he needed surgery or something like yeah. that. And then he was out for, a, I mean, man, that's that's a that's a trend all of a sudden with us. Yep. Don't trust any of your scouting reports, no matter what any team tells you about <laughs> the health, be it mental, you know, addictions or any kind of injury. Do not trust them. Always assume the worst. Well, who's scouting for us? Do we know them? It's Rocky, right? It was Rocky. We'll have Rocky on an episode to tell us about that. Although there have been some some crafty little plays, some one-twos, some, some attractive football in the eyes, every chance that Portland has had, for the most part, they've been contested. There have been shots that have been taken, but there's bodies being thrown in front of them. Half chances that are half chances. So, yeah, that game. So, so that was that game, and I refuse to get it, let it get me down. There will be other games. There are. This is going to be a long season. It's going to be a long season. So let's just roll with it. Roll with the punches. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, stadium experience. Any, anybody have any comments on stadium experience they want to leave? It's an experience. So... I'm gonna. It's my idea. I'm gonna go first. Go. Um, you know, they changed. They changed the times that they were gonna allow people in the stadium. We did not get to go in as early early as we want. Um, I was in like fifth fifth in line outside a gate. I don't know. What, I can't remember if they're letters or numbers now. D, I think. Yeah, D gate D, and uh, of course, by the time they opened the doors, I was no longer fifth in line. I was like. 10th in line or 12th in line but anyways so i was you know fairly close up in line right and did not get in time get there in time to get to take advantage of happy hour which because they only had, gave you 15 minutes from when they left in. 
And so not only that, they didn't actually let us in on time and people were started getting kind of surly because like you could see people running around behind and the clock said it was 75 minutes or whatever the allotment time was. And you know, people were like, all right, come on, let us in. <laughs> and then they let us in. Um, so that was not super fun. Um, I'm not sure why they decreased the amount of time that, that they're having, why they're not letting us in early. The whole stadium's staff is there. They're not saving any money by not letting us in. And the whole SeatGeek app wasn't working. Oh, I heard about that, too. I have firsthand experience. Yeah, Lenny, they emailed me that she was trying to let some guy in Should who we, had... Do we beep her name out? Or beep! You... No, okay. that, that had um 58 tickets. Oh God! And he had like a whole party, oh, and God. it was crashed, and you couldn't let fifty-eight people in. Like, what in what did they do? She handled it like a champ. Yeah, it's crazy that um, I don't understand how you, you with the app. I tried to. I I noticed that there was like a little bit of a problem, and I tried to take a screenshot of my yeah thing just so it would work, and it won't let you take a screenshot. Are you sure? And, yeah. It's it the little screen pops up that says you can't take a screenshot. Oh, that's of, new because I've done that. Ticket. I've done that before. Yeah. So. Oh my god, that's lame. So that happened, and at least it like so I had to just keep my phone on, and even when you, like you walk through security, you have to keep it. Right. That is um, that's the worst. Yeah. Um. I heard can you... a few horror stories about people getting searched, like every little thing in their bag was searched yeah and just really yeah just like wasting time and when you let people in late they're already going to be a little angry and then on top of it like you're searching everything in their bag you put your phone in your pocket and you pull it out you never know what app's going to be open or where it's at or what you what app you butt started and then exactly and if you're in the stadium half the time like you can't make a phone call anyway so right that's they got they have got to figure that out well that's a network issue that's not a there's, you know, there's 20,000 people. That's true. And like, let's just say even a thousand of them are on like T-Mobile. Right. It'll bog down the network in that area, like yeah. on those towers. I have a signal in there and I can never get any. Yeah. You can't send a picture or anything. Or anything. Yeah. I mean, not that my eyes aren't hundred percent glued on the field all the time. Like I should. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're a true eight year supporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I've been Steward watching soccer for nine Steward years. Notice that every time yeah. I mention it, it goes up a year. By the end of, <laughs> by the, end of the podcast, so I'll be like, years. for the last 30 years, I've been watching. <laughs> oh, man. So we had SeatGeek issues uh, as well. Um, and so I have my two season tickets for the KeyBank Club on there. And I usually transfer one. Uh, to Brianna uh, for, you know, game days because it's easier for her to have on her phone. Uh, And it failed during the transfer. Uh, And then not only could I not, I couldn't untransfer it. Like it was transferred to Brianna and listed as pending in my app, but uh, it was listed as canceled on hers. (laughs) And it was just like hanging there in limbo. And I was like, fuck, I never should have... transferred the ticket once I saw like the app was being buggy. And so what I, I called seat geek and the dude was like, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, and I'm like, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. And so, uh, he's like, we're working on a fix. It should be up in 15 minutes, but anytime someone in support tells you a system that's down is going to be back up in 15 minutes, they're lying. Um, and so I was like, I bet I could just go to the, to the front, 
uh, you know, the ticket office and say, Hey, here, what's the deal. And, uh, I did that. And the guy from the front office, I explained what happened. Uh, and as I'm explaining it, there's now like a line of a hundred people deep, no joke, uh, in the same line with similar issues. So, uh, big fail on seat geeks part, uh, for opening day. Like, I don't know how that stuff happens, uh, <laughs> like the DNC in Iowa. Um, and, uh, uh, well, we got it worked out. And then my buddy, Adam, who was with us, um, he is not a huge Timbers fan, but he goes every once in a while. He's a huge so, Seat Geek fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves, loves Seat Geek. Um, he never installed the app when yeah. he bought the ticket. Uh, and so oh, no. he was trying to install the app, oh, but again, God. Seat Geek was, was down. And so he was in line with us. He did the same thing. He showed where he purchased the ticket and they, uh, printed him off a ticket that he bought via email. So I spent like way too much time on Amazon looking for a plastics like a uh, ID card holder that I could attach to the lanyard that I bought for a dollar at the at the annual timber sale. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no yeah. joke, I spent like thirty five minutes to an hour trying to you know like because it's like well you can order a thousand of these. That seems about right for for fifteen dollars. And then, or you can order five for twenty dollars or whatever. But anyways, it took, I, I finally found a, a good match um, that wouldn't require like origami folding of your ticket to get it in there. And so I, that's yeah. that's what I did because I didn't want to have to mess around with. And also, you don't have to pull out your phone while you're coming back with your beer. Yeah. So wait. So where were you in? Where did you sit for the game? Lower two hundred five. Where I always sit, unless I'm at KeyBank Club with you guys. But man, I'm not going to go sit. I'm not going to not sit in the army on opening day. Why? Because, man. <laughs> Why are you even a Timbers fan? Yeah, he roots I'm hard, not, I'm, Josh. Yeah. He roots hard. He's a hard rooter. Uh, I'm actually you're, a KeyBank fan. Yeah, you're more of a KeyBank fan. I like uh, I like walking. I, I like looking over there. You know, there's um, exactly. It's a lot of people. Uh, I didn't like being outside. I didn't like being there for hours ahead in advance again i mean it was nice during preseason going to key key bank because you could just well because it's preseason you could just show up anyways but uh, that's one thing i did not like i did not stand in line for wristbands i don't think they even sold out of wristbands really and people were complaining that they they arbitrarily chopped the number to 500 yeah. every time you look anytime social media you see anybody complaining about some procedure or development at the park it's like let's pay back for iron front man let's pay back yeah it's They're just it's payback no payback they're not letting us in or there's only 15 minutes worth of happy hour that's payback man let's pay back marriage's gonna get us man yeah um, it's gonna get us by not selling beer <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, right? I, I'm over. I think I'm officially over. I mean, I was over it anyways, but man, over the $11.50 beers. Oh, I try not to think about it. Let's talk about a public health issue. Um, you guys heard about Chris Conrad's got the uh, pool going, or he tried to get one going. He's like, when when is the first game going to be canceled because of uh, coronavirus? No, but that's hilarious. Yeah, it would be less. It's it's It is funny, except what's not funny is... 10 minutes into the match or 15 minutes into the match, the the bathroom that I went into didn't have any soap or paper towels in it. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Sometime after halftime, they came in and filled up the, the, the soap, but I was like, are you kidding me? Did they but the not TA have... bathrooms don't have hot water either, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I've never. Yeah. I mean, I wash my hands, but it's. Do the toilets work? Uh, yeah, they work. Poop uh, talk. Uh... <laughs> 
I refuse to have a poop talk theme song. <laughs> it's always I, just thing with Randy. I just, uh, yeah, I thought that was like a horrible, horrible oversight on the part of the staff to not have soap and paper towels. They gave away those little bags, but then they, they were only, they only gave away a few bottles of hand sanitizer and were like hoarding them. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know those were giveaways. Like, I thought the hand sanitizer no, was Yeah, there was, there was like a full-size one that they were like squirting in people's hands. Oh. And then there was just a few little ones Six. that they were giving away. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Point oh oh. But that's not protecting anything anyways. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Tyler and Greg got coronavirus and they sent us a voicemail about it. Maybe we should um, play that for yeah. them now. <laughs> um... Look, I really don't know how to say this. This is um, it's kind of it's kind of rough, um, but yeah, um, you guys are gonna want to go to your doctor and get checked out. I don't know what happened. I mean, I thought I was all good, but apparently uh, the tests came back and they weren't um, exactly what I'd hoped for. So definitely go check with your doctors. Um, all all of you guys need to do it. Like, I know there was only some mouse stuff, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Uh, God, I'm going to beat myself up about this for years. I'm sorry, guys. Just uh, go get checked. Did you guys just get a call from Tyler? I, I, is, is he serious? I mean, is, is this some kind of joke? Should I be worried? I mean, like... It's only February. Like, my deductible just renewed. I cannot afford to go to the doctor. How selfish can one person be? I mean, he could have told us in December. Just, uh, if, if, if you guys hear anything, will you please just let me know? All right. Love you. Bye. Oh, I thought that was more of like a... Uh, a herpes call versus a coronavirus call. It it is what it is. I have a lot of opinions about the coronavirus, given that I work in the healthcare field. Um, it is not any more dangerous than anything else that's ever happened in terms of like the flu or whatever else. Like the oh, the you mean public that every two-year virus that we this this is going to be the us? audio yeah. clip we we post with your picture when you die from the co- exactly coronavirus. yeah first loss like, yeah. <laughs> sad day in the Portland podcast scene yeah you're... jonathan never died he ate a bowl full of coronavirus <laughs> um josh uh, is gonna go first because he, he's in lake lake oswego that's yeah where the I'm, first i'm practically dead already oregon case was wasn't it dead on the inside yeah that's not very pma josh uh i i think it's a big uh it's a big old pile of nothing Really, uh, and everyone, is, yeah, everyone is overly panicked. Um, for uh, it, you just get the, the fucking flu. It's the same thing, and flu kills old people. That's what it does. Um, and uh, so people who are inherently at risk with multiple chronic conditions already, yeah, sure, you need to be cognizant about it. But, but for people guy like in us, died in his forties. One of the deaths. Yeah, but he probably had an underlying yeah. something. Right. Yeah. Underlying bad luck. Yeah. You know, the amount of. Okay. So I was at Petco yesterday getting um, food, litter, and cat food. And, (laughs) and then the girl was, the girl behind the counter was like, 
this weekend that she said that there, she worked like three or four hours and didn't move from her check stand. Like there were so many people buying like oh, everything. Pet. Like I couldn't get the right litter. Because I think there's going to be a yeah, run on Yeah, because everyone's food? worried about everything. Yeah. They should have spent some of that money, donate some of it to a charity. Like there was the amount of money wasted this weekend on people prepping. It's just out of control. But that's a Portland thing. The CDC is suggesting men shave off soul patches and handlebar mustaches. Yes. Yeah, as a result, as a result, Portland has declared a state of emergency. People are totally freaking out. The, it was Tim Aaron who posted something on Facebook of like empty shelves where like there were no more canned beans. Yeah, so funny. Um, but all the yeah. but all the kale was still there. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> um, I yeah, uh, healthcare. Everyone's freaking out. It's like the, next week. I I'm in Orlando for um, the, that's, that's the misleading biggest... just to say you're in healthcare. Like you've got some sort of medical insight on this situation. You're in IT and you work for yeah. at a healthcare company. And it's Orlando, uh, Orlando." Uh, I, I don't disagree with your critique, Randy, uh, but you're wrong. Uh, I'm a fucking genius. Um, he is medicine. And, uh, healthcare. Uh, we, yeah, healthcare medicine stuff. My father-in-law is a doctor. My mother-in-law is a nurse. We talk about these things, Randy. Okay. He's an expert. Um, Listen, I've been a doctor <laughs> for nine years and... A doctor of love, a doctor, of, a doctor of soccer. Yeah, yeah. But but so next week is the biggest uh, like healthcare conference in the world. It's called Hims. Oh, it's like canceled, isn't it? It is not yet canceled. Uh, we're going to see what's supposed to happen. But hilariously, um, uh, Trump is now going to be doing a keynote uh, presentation on Monday uh, to discuss like interoperability in healthcare and i was like couldn't laugh any harder uh so and you're be... gonna be there at that yeah yeah oh my sure. god um oh, the one god. year they, they they had a debate with carl rove and james carville and that was awesome that's right um uh like so it like you know healthcare and politics and i'll stop talking about politics and the dnc raping bernie sanders again um I don't know if they're going to cancel it, but as of right now, it's it's on. But yeah, you can see Donald Trump on Monday. It's going to be great. Sweet. Can you take a picture with him for me? Uh, maybe. Thank you. All right, let's move on. Yeah, I'm going to cut in with this one thing here because uh, Josh kind of had a pretty good layup for me. Uh, we were talking about charities where if you're going to spend your money on... Oh, that's beans, why he was talking about charities. Yeah, spend your money uh, on charities instead of buying hand sanitizer that you don't need or the masks. Um, we at Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast just wanted to call out a few specific charities that we're big supporters of in uh, in the Portland area. We have, which we talked about a couple times already, is New Avenues for Youth. Um, they uh, run a very big uh, event every summer called Brews for New Avenues, and I recommend that you get tickets uh they're raising hundreds of thousands of dollars uh through rare beer auctions and fun um and uh they also any kind of volunteer work that you might be able to do as well like one of the things is you can go teach you know kids how to write resumes because they may not know how to do it or have the uh, skills so 
It's an awesome charity, big supporter. And then same with um, Portland Community Football Club or PCFC. Uh, we at Portland Spurs are big supporters of uh, their charity. We actually did a, we did a jersey sponsor with them, which was kind of fun. Uh, we gave them like $5,000 and they put a Portland Spurs logo on their jerseys, uh, which is fun. Um, but very cool group. Um, the, you know, like soccer is a pay to play sport, which is kind of funny because like in the U S it's like the more affluent, uh, people, uh, who can afford to send their kids on traveling teams will do that. But like in, in Europe, it's like NASCAR. So what, what age group is that? Yeah, I think it's U16s. And the idea being you don't have to pay. Um, so they fund everything if you can't afford it. Um, or some clubs require certain paperwork depending on your eligibility to be in the United States. Uh, they also don't do that. So uh, the idea being like everyone should have, you know, a right to play. Uh, and uh, then they do that. And they focus on being lgbtq supportive so uh, if your kids having a tough time in another stadium or stadium another um team uh then they will gladly uh take them on it's it's great they that's cool um yeah it's check out their website it's like i think it's pcfc we'll, we'll put a link into it okay cool uh and my buddy uh cage is the one who who runs the um the whole operation uh he's a good dude and then that kind of ties into the last one, which is Street Soccer USA. Um, that's focused more on, I would say, um, like kids in the ages like 14 to 25, um, where uh, trying to get people um, who have made, you know, bad choices in life uh, and get them on a, on a, you know, a course to, to do better. And the guy who runs that is Adam. And uh, so they like you know when they do their events or charity, they do a uh, yearly like, tournament, don't they? Because th- that's when yeah. that's Fatballs join. Um, Fatballs yep. had a couple teams at those, and and guys from the Timbers show up, like Zarek and Nat Borchers, and we fight them. <laughs> yeah, and and we glom onto them just like Jonathan loves it. Yeah. Hey man, can I get your autograph? Like, oh, hey man, wow. hey man. Was, didn't Corey try to like give Zarek a cigarette or something? I, 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 I think that I think that happened. Sounds like something he might. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the the pushing for the the charities that you know I would want to talk about. I'm very passionate about the New Avenues for Youth. Um, we've been doing that brew event for the past like six years, um, and they also do a comedy event, which is let's uh, yeah, what is that dude's name? Ah, oh, shit, I'll never remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, you can cut that part out. Um, cut. Uh, yeah, cut. Done. Done the charities. All right. So the All next right. section up people. is... <laughs> our, our next yeah. section is uh, <laughs> Thorns Talk with Randy, and Randy has not done his research. We have Becky Sauerbron got signed to Portland Thorns. I don't Thorns have anything... Talk to, with Randy. Or she's agreed to the trade. I don't have any... I don't have a real opinion on that. I guess that's a good thing. It's, but I'm not going to comment any further because I'm a sexist pig and have not done my research. We do have a new Thorns schedule, right? We do. Yes. Okay, there, there's that. That's the end of that segment. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that is that. Wow. You're welcome. Lip, yeah. lip service. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Don Tewell, um, uh was giving me some feedback in the Key Bank Club uh, where he was explaining – 
that our Thorns coverage is garbage. Um, and, well, uh, I don't want to break with tradition. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because Linda, Linda said, um, she's like, be nice. I'm like, nope, I can take the feedback. It's all right. That's, yeah. that's fair. It's, 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 it's pretty it's, abysmal. It's garbage. Uh, it's, it's Randy's fault too. So, you know what he should listen to for Thorns talk. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of other podcasts, riveters riveting um riveting um oh speaking of other podcasts we got a shout out on uh soccer touchdown we did yeah and mostly they gave you guys crap for making fun of me for being old well maybe yeah, you that shouldn't was... be so old <laughs> yeah try to not so, be old randy all right yeah i can also try harder uh thanks guys and um apparently somebody at more sonic listened to us um, and they mentioned it in Twitter, and because we did not have a Twitter account, we did not find out about that. And we do now. Uh, so yeah, so we'll do the we'll do an on air public apology. I'm sorry that I made fun of your song, guys. <laughs> fun of the theme song, and fun of yeah. the, the fun of the graphic for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that was you, Randy. Uh, well, that's what what you do when you can't. I said nothing, guys. When you can't compete. I respect you. you. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, thanks, Josh. Um, we're here for the team so yeah that's a little bit of a warm fuzzy yeah that was super fun um and then we did have since after being made fun of by soccer touchdown for not having a twitter account um uh we did register a twitter account so uh you can you can tweet at us randy what is the what is the handle the handle is ross barkley just scored for chelsea putting them (laughs) two up in the 67th minute against liver losers uh the twitter handle is pdx vanity soccer at pdx vanity okay. soccer get on the twitters with us and let's tweet at each other um you know what's uh and almost as weak as our thorns game is our, what? T- our twitter game our twitter game is oh, rad. I'm, I'm killing it on twitter i am shooting at twitter you still never made my post good josh you're supposed to do that you can't edit them you have to make new ones and if you post ones that are shitty they're just there forever just delete it trump deletes tweets all the time yeah, i don't want to delete it i like watching our progression progression how are we doing on on stats there's stats we still have the first episode bump where everyone's excited and then most of them leave because they're not excited after no, that. no they hear it yeah uh, oh what's that and uh, it looks like we're on a slow but steady upward trajectory. We still haven't reached that that top that first episode listing of 205 people, of which I think wow, 30 of them is us listening yeah. to it over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. Again. But uh, 169 today. I'm just happy that one. any of you want to listen. Aww. Let me see what else I got to talk about. Oh yeah, so I'm all about Concacaf Champions League now. Yep. Yes, the I watched conversion. the LAFC game and the Seattle game, and it was delightful. Yeah, switching and, back and forth between two channels, yeah. Um, Seattle, I didn't even realize that it was on. Like, I didn't realize I had the channel until, like, I think it was, like, the 85th minute. So I was watching it, like, on my phone, like, just, you know, right. like, the text. Yeah. And then watching the LAFC game. I was and, working and I didn't know those games. Were, I've kind of forgot both those games <laughs> on. And my brother-in-law texted me. He lives in Seattle, and you know, um, I kind of call him like a, they're kind of like fair weather fan, friends. Like they 
show up for the playoffs and a couple of games and everything, but they don't, they're not really following it all the time. Losers. But, but we still, I mean, like there's a lot of banner, banner between the two of us anyway. So he let me know it was on and I was watching it. And then his takeaway, you know, I took great joy in seeing those guys lose. Um, I hate CD Olympia with a passion. Yeah. Based on our experience with them in CONCACAF Champions League so very long ago that it, that hatred is starting to fade. But anytime I see their name, my my visceral gut reaction is <laughs> is hatred. But um, I decided my you know Gretchen asked me which would you rather see lose Seattle or City Olympia, and it turns out I was happy to see Seattle lose. I'm always happy to yep. see Seattle lose. My brother-in-law's takeaway, which was actually a pretty good one, he said that well you know it would have been great to advance, but this lets them puts them in a good form. They got amped up to, for the tournament. They played some some strong games. And uh, now they're not going to be distracted by it the rest of the season. That's a good way of That's looking a fair at it. Take, yeah. But yeah, we're in the quarterfinals now, and um, each bracket—you know—every bracket has an MLS team in it. So it, that comeback for LAFC, man! Oh my god, it, that was such yeah. a good game. The level of intensity, and that's what I love about the Concacaf Champions League. It's like. Again, when I was bantering back and forth with Josh, I'm like, I would much rather like playing games like that than going to Colorado. Like, I just don't care. It's boring. Um, and uh, but playing against international teams and that level of intensity and that comeback, like it was, um, yeah, I was that was a great game to watch. It was even LAFC is my probably second hated, most hated team. Okay, 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 okay. Why does everyone hate LAFC? Because they're a-holes. Why? Their fan base is a-holes. Why are they, why are they assholes? Yep. Okay, they came to Portland. They come to Portland and they are, I mean, granted, that's not everybody on the team. And I met a couple that was there um, before the last time they came here. And they were nice. And we had, you know, we talked about football and everything, you know, soccer. Because I'm an 11-year soccer watcher, so I know what I'm talking After about. After 10 years, it so becomes I had, a, I had a really positive experience football. with some away fans. And then like the whole their whole crew showed up. Um, and they were blocking traffic with smoke bombs and whatever. That's, you know, I guess that's kind of fun. 20 something year old me, teenager me thinks that's awesome. Adult me thinks that's just stupid. Yeah, I understand that. And, uh, but then, you know, they got loaded and they physically assaulted some people in the concourse. Um, I had, I was taking a video of them cause it was an impressive showing of away fans and, and oh, I, remember I got punched in the back by a guy and who was, and, and I called him out on it as he's going past and he was loaded. And so I guess, you know, whatever that's, it, they were just, they're just kind of pricks. Basically. Yeah. But that's the fan base. And well, you asked me why I don't like the fan base cause they're pricks. Yeah. yeah but everyone I've come into contact with, with yeah, individuals. Yeah. Extremely nice. But they extreme, literally yeah. do think they're the, Freaking second coming of Jeebus. Why wouldn't you? It's LA. Yeah, I guess so. Why yeah. wouldn't, why wouldn't like you show just, up? That to... sums it up right there. Look at NYFC. It's the same way. It's New York. Why wouldn't you show up to support Chivas USA? Why wouldn't you show up to support the Galaxy? Because it was Carson. That's no one's a, driving to Carson. Excuse. There's it's like, tons it's a, of people there. It's a there. huge excuse. It's a lame excuse. No one goes to LA. To Galaxy Games because of that too. It's horrible. It's so far away. This is awesome. This is awesome. Me too. Isn't this great, man? I love soccer. Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. Here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. Come on, Peter, stand up. Here we go. Shut the fuck up. All right, 
right, now people are really upset. Shut up! Well, you shut up! Shut up. This is downtown. It's a badass stadium. What, I went to, what, three games there? You can't even see it. The, I've driven by it before on the highway. It's just like a sign that sticks up. And yeah. I'm looking, where is this? But when you're there, it's 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 yeah, beautiful. Okay. And inside is really nice. I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. L.A. is a vast cultural wasteland. It is. Isn't. <laughs> okay, well, back to the uh, Yeah, back to why I League. hate LAFC. Um, oh, so I hate LAFC. Fella yeah, looks like he's put it, on I, some I, weight. He's got a little I, bit I, of a puppy I, I, I face. Turn. No, you don't. Yep. Disconnecting. Okay, so, yeah, we're turning you off right now. <laughs> so, same thing. Like, their fans um, are, like, trying to be, like, ultras or hooligans or, like, the concept of, you know, like, trying to be a macho club from Europe with that approach. And I'm just like, I have no fucking time for, um, quote, unquote, hooliganism or someone who's going to fight you over a fucking brand new soccer team like get over it um i can't like that that level of um quote-unquote pride in a team in the united states of america for a new team is just it's so dumb i don't know i think it's it's dumb look at look at the pride we had when we started mls but there was yeah, but are, we're not going out and trying to pick fights with people mm-hmm. for liking a different team. It's just like the, and I'm I love watching those videos on YouTube of like Russian hooligan teams like beating each other up and um, stuff like that is fun, but it it just does not make any cultural sense in yeah. in, in America. That's my point. No, I understand, but yeah, like I went to three games there last year. I went to two Timbers games and the. What are they calling it? Like the Classico or something? Traffico. Traffico. Yeah. Went to that game too. And I wore a Timbers jersey to everyone and <laughs> sat in, you know, not in the Timbers section. And I got a little here and there, but whatever. It is what it is. I think it's maybe because I'm from LA that you and it Randy doesn't Newman. bother me that much. <laughs> I, yeah. went, I went with Randy Newman. <laughs> you see him on, what was he on like the... Oscars or something. He's weird looking now. I didn't see that because I don't watch the Oscars. Right. But well, I'm married, so I watch the Oscars. All right. So I you're saying some that clips. I'm not married? No, I guess so. <laughs> That's rude. Yeah, real, real nice, Randy. I understand both of your opinions, and it sucks for you guys. <laughs> Back to <laughs> Champions League football. Atlanta Club America is going to be fun to watch. I can't well, wait. Well, is it going to be fun without Joseph Martinez? It'll still probably be a pretty heavy match. I mean, great that they did not look super aggro. You know, that could actually be the deciding factor right now. They lost a bunch of guys. They don't have that guy. That guy. And that other they guy. They don't have Darlington <laughs> Nagby. They don't have Gressel. Oh yeah, um, the threat that's Darlington Nagby. Martinez said that um, Nagby was the most talented player that he's played with. Really? Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. So, yeah, is that going to be – are they going to be – they're going to wash out I, It'll still be a good game to watch. Just for, just for pure saltiness of watching Atlanta fans cry? That's always fun. But I'm actually rooting for MLS teams no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Let's just say that how this, how this works is Atlanta Club America will play the winner of NYFC – 
Uh, but um, yeah, whatever. Okay. It'll still be really fun to watch. And that's <laughs> the, that. And I'm starting it, to brain it's, fart. It's coming so you across can, in um, your excitement. Right? Well, we, we <laughs> talked about it. And then I'm like trying. And then I get sucked into reading. And I'm like, oh, shit. I haven't talked. <laughs> I am. I just want a strong showing from MLS on the international level. And to not be considered, you know, like a joke. Uh, a joke league. Exactly. I was... Yeah, I was messaging back and forth with my buddy uh, Christian in Germany, and uh, I was like, yeah, we're pumped. We got the the home opener. And he's like, oh, how is the quality in MLS? Uh, and he was like, I, very clearly not in a in a loving tone. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Uh, and I think that MLS, the quality of MLS is very good. Uh and obviously much better than when it first started, but we don't take the CONCACAF Champions League seriously, and by doing so, we don't put out our best teams, um, or we don't value qualifying for it, and uh, it gets, like, that's boring. Like, I want to win. I, I, I would hate it for it to be, like, you know, Seattle or LAFC uh, or Atlanta that makes it to a Club World Cup, but sure as shit, I'd root for them. Yeah. So, LA, like that's awesome. LAFC, Atlanta, NYFC, and uh, Montreal. Those are the Montreal. Yeah. Okay, so it'll be Club America, LAFC. That'll be a rad game too. Yeah, like I, I really, uh, again, I would love to, like the final four teams to be all MLS teams. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, but like Maybe. playing against Club America or Saprissa, it's, that's it's way more fun. Oh, totally. So we got Olympia, Tigres, Cruz Azul, and Club America. Well, that's like the problem with even like England when it comes to like World Cup and everything. You know, they don't, there's not that many English players that play outside of the Premier League and the lower division. So they end up not having the ability to play well internationally. It's because their pasty complexions yeah. can't handle the sun. They're they're gingerly like complexions. A lot of talk about the quality of MLS has definitely pulled up. I've I've watched some really boring EPL games. Oh, totally. In my 15 years of watching soccer. (laughs) In in my lifelong fandom. (laughs) I yeah I agree. Like the quality of some international leagues is is also very terrible. And some of the games again, even in the Premier League, when you watch me, like oh this is god awful. It's like one of the hardest things to do is watch MLS directly after the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, just because like it's like tear worthy um, uh, of just how bad it is in comparison. But again, I bet if we watched games from, you know, 20 some years ago in comparison to now, it's it's it, we're, we're probably way, way, way better off than we were. Well, I can I can remember from the games that I used to watch 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> just was waiting for it. Um, hey, to to be uh, fair, I was aware of the Chicago Sting. The Chicago what? The crickets. The Chicago Sting. <coughs> you know, I guess Sting. Sting. Yeah, that was the NASL yeah. game. I was aware of the Chicago Sting in the eighties. So there's that. Huh. <laughs> I have a, I have one of their huh. stickers. Do you want? I'll give it to you. Oh hey, I got a great idea for um, puffy stickers. Some. F- 
future episode. I bought off eBay. I bought a box of uh, of those trading cards, NASL stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, brand new, <laughs> no unopened. Way. And we'll do a. Uh, well, I guess it will probably be kind of boring on a podcast, but we'll we'll do a one time video event. We'll do an unboxing of it. Okay, uh, cool. I'll unwrap all of them on Twitter. Oh, that'd be super fun. Oh, they're new. Yeah, they're new. They're no, it's new in the box. Isn't that called NIB? Dude, don't tell my wife that I'm on those. Shh. I'm telling. I'm pretty sure she does not listen to this. <laughs> I am 100% certain Brianna does not listen to this. She, um, she listened to the first one, though. I don't have You're anyone. Brianna did, right? Oh, yeah, no. she listened to the first one. Josh, you're part of our family. Oh, thank you. It's okay. Yes, ours, too. You can, uh, so positive. You can discuss Brianna as being your wife as well. They don't make you feel better. <laughs> you're, our wife? You're under the ranking yeah. of our dogs and <laughs> our, our cat in our house, but but above the hamster. Well, now that I have access yeah. to Everett's house. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to come home. And Josh is going to be sitting in the tub with some champagne. What's <laughs> up? I just go in and I change the password on all the yeah. locks. <laughs> that's oh, it. Those August locks are good. They're pretty good. Cool. Uh, that's ooh. This Portland Vanity Soccer podcast <laughs> is brought to you by August Locks. Lock your, lock your uh, locks. August, <laughs> August Locks let you to electronically control your, your front door or your garage door or anything else you want to do with it. I mean, and it works via Bluetooth. It works via uh, the internet so I can remotely unlock and lock my door as necessary and Control it's only three hundred dollars necessary to yeah. get the podcasting equipment from your house when you're out of town um exactly hang on a second so who's got a commercial and then then you're gonna do that uh <laughs> you jonathan you're in it aren't you at all worried about the sketchiness of having an app control your lock and your you know hundred uh, percent um <laughs> and but everyone. we have, yeah, we have Nest cameras too since we travel so much, and so um, like the the front door is always on video. They have cameras inside the house uh, for when we leave. And Josh, Josh said there was one above your bed when yeah. he was in there. <laughs> Shh! Don't tell anyone. Who's uh, my secret? There was. Um, one. We'll, we'll be posting. <laughs> we'll, we'll post a link to that too with the, the charities. <laughs> the live feed. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I do get legitimately uh, bugged out, and then I've just realized that I we have already lost that battle. Um, so uh, privacy or security, like I get like you know things like your identity was you know like your shit got sold on the black market. And I was like, whatever, dude, don't care anymore. <laughs> like literally nothing I can do about it uh, other than other than worry. So Do you remember being uh, like a teenager or whatever and having a wallet with like your driver's license in it and like a credit card or, <laughs> and then like you lose your wallet and you're like, Oh my God, it's the end of the world. You know, you would be so stressed out if you misplaced your wallet. And I'm, I misplaced my wallet like eight times <laughs> a day. And like, I'll go, I'll, Gretchen gets kind of freaked out by it. Cause I'll, I'll go for, around for like a week without knowing where my wallet is. And I'm like, eh, whatever it's around somewhere. It'll show up. <laughs> well, that's another thing that I use here in the technology world is my other advertisement is for tile. I have tiles on my keys. I have tiles in my wallet. Those are and the, anytime I lose... yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like, um, Bluetooth proximity, um, you press a button and your keys will ring or your wallet will ring if you can't find it and then vice versa. Um, How long have you had those? Um, 
I've been using tiles for three years now. Did you, did you get them on the original Kickstarter? Wasn't that a Kickstarter? No, first? it was a long time ago. Yeah. How long did they? How back long did they last? Started watching soccer. <laughs> yeah, back in the uh, back in the twenties. <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty. Randy, this is a new technology <laughs> called Bluetooth. Randy, let me tell you about it. Um, and uh, no, they they last just about over a year or so, give or take. Um, and when you throw them out, do you go and shove them directly into the mouth of a baby turtle, or do you? <laughs> You glue Actually, it to their I, shell. Ah, okay. I am, I am responsible, and I take, I, I send them back to the company. Oh, okay. Uh, they hmm. do like a recycling program. I, um, I could probably and... use that. I could totally use that. One in my wallet, one on my keys, one on my phone. Yeah, but then you forget <laughs> that you have them, and then you never use it. Because I had one in Marvel's yeah. backpack. I had one like in her clothes. Like when we went to Disneyland, oh, I had like a yeah. GPS watch on her, yeah. all this shit, and never used any of it. Huh? Because I'm like, this girl I, will run away. You, you're not. You're not one of. The, you didn't have like a leash on her too. <laughs> I, I had a leash for a little. Yeah, I I publicly judge everyone when I see their kids on a leash. I think it's hilarious. This leash demeans us both. Yeah, no, I I use it regularly. Like I I always misplace my wallet uh, and can't seem to find it and. Uh, same with keys. There was one time we lost a set of keys and that was what, um, eventually made us, uh, go and, or made me go and buy tile for all of our stuff. All right. Um, we, you get so, 10% off your purchase. If you use the code Everett sucks at checkout, <laughs> we're all, we're all here for the next home game and next week. Against I am National. not going. Not going? No. Why not? Maybe. Um, there was something that I have to do with Margot, and I don't remember what it is. But how old is she? Five. Five. So whatever it is, it's not that important unless right. it's her but birthday. If, but if not, we'll yeah. we'll both go. You're gonna be there, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, Sunday, March eighth. What time's kickoff? Right? Sunday, and actually, I guess that also means that I can't go. Oh no! Where are you gonna be? I have to go to Orlando. Damn it! I was totally. I for some reason thought that it was. I got to go to that, and um, I'm devastated. Shrewsbury's playing on Saturday morning against Oxford United. If anyone wants to wake up at seven in the morning and watch that game, we'll probably lose because watch that game on a Periscope. We really hate feed. winning on a Periscope feed, right? No, I follow. Okay, the app of champions. I don't know what I don't know what Burnley's doing because I, like I said, I only they don't have, televise. I only have games. time to pretend to follow one football team. <laughs> Um, Can you even name five players? Yeah, Ben, me, uh, Woods, Barnes, um, Pope. Is that four? That is I'm four. impressed. There's other guys whose names I have <laughs> approximately know. Greetings, Frank the Human Boy. How did you almost know my name? I have approximate knowledge of many things. Who cares? You're still the biggest supporter group in Portland. Yeah, there you go. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Delightful. Okay. Anybody else have anything to talk about? No, I don't. I would love to talk about my birthday party because I am selfish. Um so uh some of you uh have been invited, but everyone's invited who wants to go. It's not an exclusive thing. It's, Our uh, entire podcasting audience is invited. Everyone. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um He's getting desperate. Uh we are going to London. I'm desperate for friends. <laughs> I just really just cast a wide net. <laughs> uh, 
um, big party in London uh, for my 40th. I turned 40 in May, but the trip worked better in April. Um, and so we are going for a Spurs Everton match on Saturday, April 11th. Um, if uh, anyone wants to go, uh, get a ticket. London's a fun spot. Uh, we're going to do a, a big party Friday night before the match, Saturday game, and then Sunday pub crawl. And then I don't want to be your friend outside of those three days. Uh, as of right now, I ended up with 40 tickets for the Spurs Everton match. Wow. Um, yeah, there is a lot of people. Oh, well, they got a lot um, of seats to fill in that new huge stadium. 40 tickets on your 40th birthday. Uh, Jonathan, I remember my second 40th birthday. <laughs> that was the one that was really special. The first 40th birthday, you know, whatever. But by the time it rolls uh, around for the second time, man, that is a sweet birthday. <laughs> that is a great day. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm pretty pumped. I'm excited. And I, uh, I guess the voicemail you played last week from uh, Greg, which was now a, a segment, I guess, Greg's weekly voicemail. Um, uh, he unfortunately declined the invite for the birthday. And so I wanted to explain what that was. Now, some people don't know that we actually have bonus content at the end of the, uh, at the end of the, I didn't even know until last episode, <laughs> which is something I stole from soccer touchdown, even though you told me about it. So speaking of closing songs, Jonathan picked this closing song and what are we going to hear? Uh, the closing song is called Alexa, and it is kind of fitting given that we were talking about technology taking over um, and how creepy it is. But it is from the band Adam Angst uh, from Germany. It's my buddy Christian, his band. And I told him that we were talking about him on the podcast. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going to pick a song from uh, you guys. Which one do you think you would like to have played? And he was like, play Alexa. Till next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Als sie zu uns kam, vor gut zehn Jahren schlossen wir sie gleich ins Herz. Okay, als wir das kleine Ding aus der Kiste nahmen, hielten wir das erst für einen Scherz. Doch als ich sprach, war jede überwunden. Verstand sie selbst die Kinder wunderbar Sie war ein Star Wenn Freunde kamen und eine Freundin Wenn wir einsam waren Sie heißt Psst, du darfst ihren Namen nicht sagen Willst du ihr etwa unsere Position verraten? Wir haben dich erzogen Und dir alles anvertraut Doch du nahmst unser Leben mit In eine unbekannte Cloud Vielleicht waren
durch diese schwere Zeit. Alexa, bitte verzeih. Sexy, like always. Oh, dude, I made terrible decisions on Sunday and yesterday. Um, I feel like complete dog shit. <laughs> complete dog shit. Um, I, so true story. Um, uh, I, my flight was at 6 a.m. to Seattle on Monday morning and I woke up on my couch at 5.07 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't set an alarm, uh, which I don't know how I managed to pull that off. Uh, but I just magically woke up, which was a miracle. Uh, I brushed my teeth uh, and I jumped in my car and I sped to the airport. Uh, I had to check a bag too, which I normally don't do. But I was bringing bourbon for somebody and uh, I had to actually – I pulled up at Valley Parking at the airport ran out, grabbed my bag, ran into the counter. Um, I was like, can you, can you make this happen? At that point, it was just before 5.30. And the lady's like, I don't know, dude, 50-50. Um, worst case scenario is you have to pick it back up at the airport the next day. And I was like, yep, that's fine. Let's do it. What? And my the, bag totally made it. They have a, a valet parking at the airport? Yeah. Uh, it's like one of those douchey things that I do. Um, <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> one of them. Just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are the MLS. <laughs> That's enough. It's almost over. <coughs> it was over before it started. We're getting pumped up, Jonathan. What's that? Are you getting pumped up? I'm fired up right now, man. I can run through this damn wall. <laughs> front of a microphone. But, but AirPods are, are there? You have pros, right? Uh, I, I in my drunken stupor did not bring the pros with me. I have two oh. sets, um, so I brought my old ones. But the pros are at home. Well, still the quality sounds great. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. It's just the content. Yeah, that's not yeah, it's good. the content that's crap. <laughs> Giphy has different ratings, um, so you can have it be like PG-13 or R or whatever. Um, and uh, I forget whose workplace it was. Somebody was telling me the story where, um, uh, like, they like wanted to do like Giphy dancing, um, and the dancer was a stripper. It's <laughs> 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 like We're back. not what I meant. Not what I meant. But it is funny that it says. Like, I sent that gif, and then my um key, my little word was my word was penis, and it says penis, you know, like it doesn't like, it doesn't just show the picture. It tells you what the. And how did that make you feel? What's his, it made me feel happy. <laughs> hey, we're all right. We're back. Let's get back on track. And we're back. Uh, hey, super. Hey, All right, Timbers, yeah, MLS. We're back with the Portland Vanity Zyre podcast. Oh, hey, Randy, that's Josh over there. We hey. got our colleague guest, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
man, we can't put this on the air. No. <laughs> no, no. Wow, I didn't know about it, so that's that's great.